Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go, flying over cities down to Rio, it's Rio, love that I feel, oh nothing lasts forever but I'm down for the minute so just chill, wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go, flying over cities down to Rio, it's Rio, love that I feel, oh nothing lasts forever but I'm down for the minute so just chill. Hours. We're going to be talking all things sport. Just quickly, a wee update of the quad final. The Silver Ferns are taking on the Diamonds right now. They're into the fourth quarter. It's 44-40. They're down by four goals at the moment. So come on, Silver Ferns. Get one up. Another one up over those Aussies. Going to say a real big good morning to the team. you got Joe running the phone line, so if you give us a call on 0800-150-811, Joe's your man. Morning to you, Joe. And you got Neeps bringing in all the Netsky tunes. So Netsky's going to be here in about two or three weeks. Polo straight into Netsky. Prees at David Harvey. He's looking forward to that day. <laughs> Watch out. They're coming in white hot. And a big good morning to you, Louis. Herman, What? How you doing, brother? And then you got Tony Kemp. Morena. There you go, Kempy. Morena, brother. Yeah, no, really good. Yeah, plenty going on. Mate, just starting to do my uh, homework on the NRL yesterday, looking at all the ins and outs. Pippenhausen and, and Trebojevic going up to the States to try and look after their injuries. And you know, look, listen to Pippenhausen, mate. You know, crack kneecap. Doesn't know when he's going to come back. Little story. Mm. I ran into a post at Newcastle <laughs> Once. Have I ever told you that story? Is that training? No. And uh, we used to play touch before training, going, going across field, you know what I mean? So we're in the 25. We used to play between the 25s, backs versus the forwards. It's just a little bit of a warm-up muck around. And uh, I've hit a ball off Mick Hagen, mate. Michael Hagen was our captain at the time. And I've run past the first post. I've hit it at speed. I'm going 100 miles an hour. And I've gone past the first post, and I've... As I've caught the ball, Mick's thrown it to me, and I've gone to go at, at like 80%. Mate, whack. I've been hit like a ton of bricks, and I'm on my back, and I've got no wind. I'm out, and I'm trying to find the breath, and I've gone, and I'm looking up, and all the players have rushed in, and they've come over the top of me, and I finally got my breath back, and just went, like that. I went, who the hell was that? Like that, and they went, it was the post. <laughs> he ran into the post. Is that bad? I snapped my kneecap. 
and, and, the, and, the, and the coach called the training off. Well, guess what? Ryan Pernhausen, that was Friday. I went to training Saturday, played on Sunday in North Sydney down North Sydney Oval. There was Brandon no tough, eh? there was no recovery back in those days, mate, for a fractured kneecap, Mr. Pippenhausen. But yeah, mate. how was it, Kippy? Uh, Sore? Yeah, oh, mate, like they, it was that bad. The coach called the training off. Yeah, called the training mm. off. Sent me to Doctor Bragg, who was our doctor at the time. By the time I got to him, coach had obviously got to him. He said you'll be fine. Here's a couple of Panadol. Sent me home, and. Uh, <laughs> I walked into training the next day. Well, I limped into training the next day. I couldn't walk, mate. My knee was massive. I never went for an X-ray or nothing like that. And they must, I didn't, back in those days, and the coach just said to me, uh, I, I looked at him and I went, Macca, mate, I'm no good. And he went, mate, you'll be fine. And he just turned, turned away and walked away. And I'm going, mate, I'm 21. <laughs> and I'm just looking at him and I'm going, mate, you got rocks in your head. I can't walk. So the next day, I went home, and it all up. Next day, I've limped onto the bus, gone down to North Sydney. That's the one where I see him. I'm standing in the in the in the. Um, you used to walk up through these. North Sydney's a beautiful oval. You used to walk up these stairs and you look out and and it's just such an awesome oval. And I'm walking up the stairs and I'm Mark Graham's leading North Sydney out and he's my idol, and I'm going, man, I'm busted. It's 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 steaming hot. I'm, you know, I've got painkillers in my knee, and I'm looking up, and all I can think about, man, that's Mark Graham, <laughs> you know, that's Mark Graham, and thank God, the, the the gods came, the storm blew in from the from the eastern coast, and the and the heavens opened, and it poured down, mate, and I actually got through the game, is I couldn't believe it, um, but found out six months later that I'd fractured my kneecap. Um, but yeah, I just I was reading that this morning about Mr. Pippen how's it been in America. The other first, I had a little bit of envy. I thought, wouldn't it be good if I could have just gone over there and done a bit of training and looked after my leg? You were talking about that yesterday. Oh, it's unbelievable. Is that the reason why you're dealing with the uh, well, your knees right now, Kempi? Obviously, you just played straight away and you got through it. But back in the day, I know they bred them tough, but was it smart? Nah, not at all. It was dumb. <laughs> Seriously, it was it was dumb. It was naive. On my look, I just wanted to play. So, uh, I did. I did. I did what you know what a lot of us did back in those days, and just went through the pain and played. But um, it did right about paying for it now. That, like that that knee. When I when I went to get that X ray six months later, the 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 um, doctor said, "Mate, have you hurt, like?" You've been had an accident on your with your knee or something. I went, why is that? He said it's all calloused over, like it cracked up the middle, and it just calloused over time. It calloused over. And that year, mate, I went on the English tour um, with the Kiwis in '89. Went on the English tour. Then I, I played a few games in, in Doncaster in the in the back end of that tour. I just never gave it a rest. And um, yeah, that's one of the reasons why this right knee of mine is absolutely knackered. Mate, honestly, you, you, you can. Well, I spoke about it the other day, Kempi, with uh, the investment into the body. We saw Latrell Mitchell when he flew over to America and the impact it had on his career and his body. His hamstrings were plying up. And I guess the kind of information that they can provide, the services, all the equipment, like, I love it. I love it how these players are really putting time and money. I know they'll, they'll get a bit of a lending hand from Melbourne to head over. To America, we know Americans, mate. They just do things to the next level. That's why LeBron Price. James is still carving up at the, the age of 39, nearly into his 40s, and he's still going. So you can understand. I love it. I'm all for these uh, these players heading over to the States and uh, really investing into their body. It's bloody good. 
Yeah, it's awesome, mate. And I, I look, I, I, I like that too. Um, got lots going on with the CBA and players fighting for what's best for them. But you know what's happening? Like the Americans are so far ahead of us. As you just have to go through an NFL club if you get a chance to do that, or NBA, and watch what they do. And we think we're pr- pretty professional down here, mate. We're still amateurs. Very, very amateur, but I love it. Changing of the guard. We're trying to use that IP, as you always talk about there, Kimpy, the IP that other nations, other teams, other franchises offer. And where there's no better place than over in the United States with the competition tournaments that they're running and the, wow, the kind of uh, things that are at their disposal for these athletes. But Kimpy, today, it is Thursday, 26th of January. Big show for us. What have we got today, brother? Yeah, mate, we've got a big show coming up today, Izzy. It's uh, Cup Week in Wellington, and our good mate, Al Sheik Sharrock, will be joining us just after seven to talk about the trio of chances that he is down there. Ladies' man, the favourite, Waisaki, drawing wide, going out to five bucks straight away, and South Road. So uh, hopefully get some bully off Al. He's up here in Auckland, uh, obviously, with the Caracas sales all kicking off too this week. He's looking at horses ready to buy next week. So uh, following that, we'll be talking with Ed Bartlett out of the UK about this tackle law and the controversial new rule up there that they're trying to bring in, uh, which is regarding the the tackle below the waist. So we had a little bit um, from our our guys yesterday about that. Big talk about off-the-back fence regarding other ways. So it'll be interesting also to hear what Ed Bartlett's got to say. So um, that'll be coming off just after Al. And then after eight, we'll have our first more than just an athlete chat for the year with your good mate, Richie Moonga discussing his year coming up and what the future looks like for him. So can't wait for him to get on. And of course, if you want to join us on the show, you can call us on 0800 150811 or text us any questions on our bedpost temper text machine, double eight double three. Paulie Mawadi as well to boot, uh, giving us hopefully is that, uh, what I hope that big power play, I told Al about that, mate, the big power play. <laughs> he was, and he was driving in going, mate, that'd pay a heap for trifecta. South Road ladies, man, Waisaki. So, um, yeah, mate, big show coming up. Uh, can't wait, especially talk to the the Sheik, uh, who's, uh, he'll be out of bed, mate. He said, I said seven, just after seven, he was like, yeah, I should be up. I'm like, mate, you're up at four <laughs> o'clock. Cut it out. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't struggle to get out of bed. Any of those trainers never struggle to get out of bed. I've got a wee bomb squad later on today as well. I was a little, I don't know, something suddenly just hit me when we were going to talk to Richie Moonga, knowing that Richie Moonga is departuring. He's going to head over to Japan for three years. He's going to get paid. You've got Damien going. You've got Bodie Barrett, um, who's, wow, he's, he's ageing. He's ageing. So the future looks a wee bit bleak. So I've written a wee something about a little bit worried uh, about the, the 10 role and the playmaker role and the stocks that we have coming through the ranks. Got high aspirations for young Cam Miller, but he's thought the young, well, he hasn't even played a super rugby game. And, well, those players are leaving this year, end of this year, post-World Cup, they're off, they're out, and we're going to be slim pickings at the 10 mm. jersey. So we'll share that later on in the show. But before then, I want to... Have a chat to Louis Herman Watt, because Louis, yesterday, there was obviously a big old meeting at Mata Mata. Oh, I didn't have a wee dabble, but I had a wee look. And your, I had a look at the, I think it was Race 7, Neighbourhood, into for, for the scene. 1-2, Quinella, that come up, but Tempest and that relentless Ruby come third. So it came in for a reason. Then I looked at the one that won, Warren Kennedy on top. Second race, it's first race around a solid second. 
So uh, and that paid good odds. But Matamata yesterday, tough old day out, tough one to boot. Well, we not we got a winner up at eight dollars. So out of three mm. bets, so if you had three bets, you would have made plenty. Um, neighborhood was I was pretty happy with how that won. Um, Felicia yeah. kicked hard. Tempest didn't do didn't run up to what I thought it could, and Relentless Ruby. I mean, you have to wonder with these plungers. Like you, you want to be on them. You'd rather be on them than not on them. But you, you do wonder how it's come about. Because Kimpy, you kind of preempted it yesterday. All it takes is first start a two year old. All it takes is one tiny thing to go wrong. A tiny error. A tiny thing to go wrong, or another horse to run way above the expectation, and all of a sudden, all of those thousands of dollars invested uh, have not gone to plan. Um, but. Look, I was happy with the way Neighbourhood won. I, I was hoping Kevin mm. Texan said he was going to back all my tips, so he would have made a nice profit. And there was one later in the day as well called Sephora uh, for Tiako, which has run big races and behind some nice horses like Polygon, and that was just a beautiful ride by Craig Zaki. So that was an all right day in the index sheet, but um, hopefully today we can find another couple. I have one today at Hastings that I'm oh. going to tip out later before seven, is he? All right, you just send that through to the WhatsApp because, well, my TAB app <laughs> is mate. flicked over and Daggy's back. He's back in the punt for one multi only and then he'll be back watching on the TAB app, wishing and hoping that he got on because I was hoping I could get on Neighbourhood into the scene. But uh, that paid 15 bucks to Quinella, so good money. Good money. Yeah, great money. Great money for, uh, for the... Um, for the Quinella, so a little bit gutted there. But anyway, little update. Uh, fourth quarter, eight minutes in. They're down by six. The Black Ferns, uh, Silver Ferns are down by six. So a wee way to go right now. They were leading. They were up 4-1 in, in, the se- in the fourth quarter in the goals differential. But they've, they've just let it go a bit. And Diamonds have just fought their way back 7-5 in the fourth quarter. So we'll keep you up to date. Hopefully we can get those Silver Ferns home and uh, get one over. The diamonds, but like Kempi said, double eight, double three. After eight, we're going to talk to Richie Moonga. But Kempi, yesterday, seen the man himself, two knees, Razor Ray, Razor Ray popped over, did you? And uh, how do we catch up with the Ray? Seeing how he is, mate, he's he's up and about, eh? He's excited for uh, the Crusaders year ahead. They've got an internal hit out on Saturday, and then they've got a game next Friday for their first pre-season. But, mate, it was good to catch up with Ray. Mm. He, uh, when he when he got his knee re- replaced, I gave him my Watt bike, and um, he's been using it for months. Anyway, I was, he lives in Sumner. It's a bit of a mission over there. So I kept putting it off, putting it off. Oh, yeah, I'll come get it soon. I need it because I'm sick of this hit squad. My, my body's in bits, mate. <laughs> Post that, uh, that cricket where I retired. I've booked an x-ray and I'm going to see the surgeon. But I want to just do some more biking. So uh, Razor Ray popped over yesterday and uh, had a wee chat to him about um, how's it going and, and what's coming up. Scoop, and, come and on. Pretty ex- no, no scoop, no scoop really. But I think a decision will be made in the next two to three weeks, maybe four weeks, um, where we'll know what's happening to Razor Ray and, uh, and the All Blacks in, in, in short. So... Good to catch up with nice. Ray. And just quickly on that, um, last year we spoke to Aaron Webb, and you know we, he raised some money, charity money, yeah. for the run around Melvin Park. Well, that's tomorrow. The long run is taking place yeah, around good. Melvin Park. They're going to run 158 laps, 
And how it's involved is, it's not Aaron Webb running 158 laps. You can go down and you can contribute. So what you have to do, if you run a lap, that adds to the 158 laps. And uh, it's going to go throughout the day. There's going to be bouncy castles there. There's going to be food stalls. It's, It's quite an event. It's quite an event. So if you can, you're in Christchurch or Tatahi Christchurch, head down to Melvin Park and uh, have a chat. And then maybe even have a waddle. Because uh, that's all I'll be doing, waddling around. I remember last year I jumped on, I ran one lap and then I jumped on the bike and biked a couple of laps just to give them a bit of a appreciation and motivation to get the job done. So that's taking place if you're down here in Christchurch. Uh, head on down. There's a message coming through quickly, Kimpy, before we get off to the can't wait question of the day. Kimpy! Hayes Perham, word mm. is, word is his starting fullback round one. What do you know about him? Why the Warriors let him go? That was from Chris. Yeah, well, Hayes Hayes Perham, he's um, he obviously came out of rugby union to rugby league, and I thought that the Warriors would keep him too because he's a decent player. Um, I think he might have made the Indigenous squad too, but there's a little bit of. Uh, I guess chat to still go on about the CBA because they might go on strike if it's not sorted be, um, before then. He mate, can play, kid can play. So uh, it's taking a little bit of time to develop. And oh, look, I think he'll play plenty of first grade. Beautiful, beautiful. Plenty of first grade. You've heard it here firsthand, Chris. So hopefully that answers your question. Be like Chris, double eight, double three on the temper bed post text machine. But right now it's 19 past six and it's time for this. Can't wait question of the day. Oh. Yeah. Oh. What do you got, Louis Herman? What? <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, last night, I don't know if you saw this, boys, but it was absolute annihilation at Melbourne Park. A genuine oh. dousing from, well, he's the best tennis player in the world, let's admit it. Straight sets. Yeah, Novak, 6 1, 6 2, 6 4. Against Rublev, who has the weapons to be able to push a guy like Novak, he's got that firepower and he usually can stay in the fight, but he couldn't. So, my can't wait question of the day, nice and simple for you. 0800 150 Come on. Come on. Just pick up the phone. Or double eight, double three. He's circling in on his 10th. Australian Open men's singles title. Tenth. Can you name another athlete or team who has dominated one single venue to this degree? One venue. Is he? Have a think. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my patch off, Luke. <laughs> uh, there's actually a few. There's actually a few, but uh, yeah. Come on. Here's the red and black one. Oh, look. Okay, I'll try and think outside of the square. I don't want to go for the plain and simple, the most easiest we all know, I'm going to say. But uh, love it. Love it. There you go. Novak Djokovic closing in on his 10th Australian Open. Can you name another athlete or team who has dominated one single venue to this degree? There you go. Can't wait question today. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances.